From the campus of Stanford University, this is the Innovators Radio Show and Podcast, featuring one-on-one interviews with renowned thought leaders, founders, and game changers committed to ideas, innovation, and entrepreneurship well executed. Our radio show and podcast illuminates the struggle, breakthroughs, and exceptional outcomes purpose-driven entrepreneurs and game changers bring to industries, organizations, and lives. Hosted by executive producer of Stanford Athletics, Beyond the Champions, radio show, and principal of Podfather Media, Tom Dioro. For our guest today, we're honored, and I'd love to welcome Kathy Covington, founder, owner of Mantra Fitness. Mantra was founded in 2012 by Kathy after she fell in love with an innovative new way of performing Pilates. It was truly love at first burn. You can find them on the web at mantrafitness.com. Again, that's mantrafitness.com. Hello, Kathy. Hello, Honored Tom. and really excited to have you on the show. Thank you for uh, for being here. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, especially Thank if, you. <laughs> and uh, some of the uh, changes we had from the Zinc restaurant to uh, your place here in Corona Del Mar. Thank you. Yep. Kathy, what Tom. got you going with, <laughs> with Mantra Fitness, really? I mean, I know this story, but for your audience today, so share a little I, beginning. It, what, what got me started was I was working out at a local studio in Orange County, um, just kind of haphazardly came in. I dropped my son off at school and thought I'd try a brand new studio. We'd just moved to the area. And I went in and I started practicing this new form of Pilates. I really wasn't sure what it was. But as I started going in and taking classes um, at this local studio, I was just kind of like amazed at the transformation that I was starting to see in my body. Um, Changes that I'd never seen before and physically. Um, Also, there were some mental changes that were happening at the same time, but mainly physical. Um, So I would drop my son off at school and I would go and do these Pilates classes. And then after that, I would go ride my horse. I was into, I'm a hunter jumper. And so I was really into horses. I had a couple horses in San Juan. So I'd go ride. And I was also starting to notice like a huge difference in just my balance and my riding ability um, and how I rode. So that was, I was just there were just kind of like aha moments of just like, wow, could this be this new workout that I'm doing? And um, so I just kind of like kept going back to it, kept getting stronger, kept seeing better changes, um, more toning, more flexibility. Um, my Definitely my waist size was like seemed to be shrinking, which is for me was a really good thing. It's um, kind of a place I've always struggled with, especially after having three kids. So yeah, so I was working out at the studio and I was noticing at the time like how insanely busy it was and all they were doing was they were just offering group classes and it was all the same type of class and these people were like flooding in the studio and they would take class and then they would all leave and I just was amazed by it um, how this kind of like new craze was coming about of boutique fitness. So right around the same time that I started working out here. I I think Orange Theory was the one that came out. And I remember they, they started on the East Coast of Florida. And I was kind of like, wow, it's kind of like the same type of concept where they're doing boutique group fitness. So I just stayed, basically stayed working out at the studio and then started doing some research about the workout. Um, started researching the founder of the original workout, which his name is Sebastian Legree. He's out of uh, West Hollywood. And I reached out to Sebastian and started taking some classes at his studio in LA and just kind of really immersed myself in the workout, um, just trying to 
really understand what was happening to my body and why and what this whole business model was also all about because I was intrigued by it. So any, any, what do you want? What do you want to ask Tom? <laughs> the Pilates on crack or how you, you phrase it. How Pilates would you describe on steroids. that? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's been described as Pilates on steroids or some people would say Pilates on crack, although okay. we've gotten some pushback for saying Pilates on crack. They've, um, we've had some news articles that said that and people weren't very happy about that. So I have to stay away from saying it's crack, but it basically is. <laughs> so it's like, it's like a high end version, not a high end, a high intensity version of your classical reformer Pilates. So reformer Pilates is usually more restorative, um, strengthening, lengthening where Legree came in and he enhanced that. So instead of it just being the strengthening, lengthening, he added that cardiovascular intensity to the workout. So a client who's coming in to do Pilates was now not only getting the benefits of the holistic benefits of Pilates, they're now getting an additional bit of cardio that you really wouldn't find in any other type of classical Pilates. So I think that was Sebastian's, the creator of this specific type of Pilates, his, his, um, his foresight and what he wanted to do was to be able to combine cardio strength training, strength, strength training and Pilates all into one workout, if that makes sense. So he was training at, at the time he started, he was training a lot of Hollywood movie stars. I know he had like Brooke Burke and Nicole Kidman, uh, Jennifer Anderson, Jennifer Aniston. Those were all some of his clients. And what was happening is they were coming in to do Pilates and they would be working on a reformer. Or they were coming in to do, and in addition, they're doing strength training, so they're working with weights, and then they're doing the cardiovascular intensity, working on a either a spin bike or they're on a treadmill. So they were doing like three different stations, almost like a hit workout. And Sebastian had the idea of let me combine all three of these workouts and combine them into one, so that for the sake of time, these girls could come in and they could get their workout in and, and incorporate all those three elements within an hour. At the same time, he was looking at what do these, what do, what do my clients want and what kind of body type do they want? And the ladies were looking for long, lean muscle, muscle and toning um, as opposed to the bulking. So his objective was to create a longer, leaner body for these girls um, as opposed to any sort of muscle bulking, muscle bulking or what they call fast twitch exercises. So the look and the look of somebody who's coming in to do these classes is probably just a different type of body type look than someone that's going in for like a Orange Theory or a um, a spin class. Um, I like that the look is different, and it sounds like a, a custom workout. Can you talk about the transformation, not just physically and emotionally, but even mentally, the state that you, especially after you've been consistent for a while, what's that like for? A lot of the members. So I think that, well, seeing, you know, we have four different locations and I, every location really has developed into its own unique community. So we have a lot of women, primarily women, but we also have men that enjoy the workout too, um, that not only go through a physical transformation, but they're going through a mental transformation as well. Um, as the community builds and as the community becomes stronger, um, the sense of belonging 
is enhanced for that person. And as their body is changing and as their physical ability is changing, they're also kind of in, incorporated into this brand new community that kind of I would that they it's almost like a, a big hug in a sense. <laughs> I know it sounds it sounds a little a little I don't know what it sounds like, but that's basically what it is. So you're coming in, not only are you transforming your body, but you're transforming your whole emotional state um, with these people around you that are all working toward the same goals and really working to strengthening into strengthening their body um, and embracing physical fitness at the same time. So I think that the the mental change that comes is really through the community and the support that you're getting through your other fellow um, members as well as through the staff um, at Mantra and how people are made to feel when they walk in the doors. Um, and how the company really supports the journey of each and every client into what they're trying to accomplish physically and mentally. So it sounds like there's a, a culture as well yeah, within that community that's, a, I, I like you said, that sense of belonging. So it's not just the workout, which you, you achieve individually, but it's also collectively what you guys all do community. Do I get that right? Yeah. Or? And that was something that I, I saw when I, when I found the workout, it was the workout itself was so effective and I was, you know, it, it was working for my body. But what I didn't see in the particular situation I was in, I did not see the sense of community and belonging. So when I put, when I started Mantra, um, I really added that, I wanted to add that feel into the, into the studio so that it wasn't just a workout. I know the workout works. I know it's, it's in my mind, one of the most amazing workouts there is. But I wanted to make sure that when people were coming into that workout that they felt special um, because it's such a special, innovative way to work out. I wanted them to have that same feeling um, personally and as far as customer service goes, making sure that that's part of our, our core value is customer service um, to our customer and making sure that they feel comfortable in a situation where they're coming in new or they've never done this workout before. And they're coming into a brand new place. And I, I want them to feel welcome. Kathy, where did that care factor come in from? I know this may sound a little different uh, in an interview, but it sounds like you, you really care about what it is that you're doing and why. Why? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. I, I, I think it just stems from um, a deep desire to see people succeed and, and be happy and be in a positive state, not only physically, but mentally. Um, a lot of, you know, probably from my travels as a, as a child, I have seen, you know, how people can live and how, a, what a positive impact that positive thinking can have on people and help them grow no matter what state that they're in. So it's just been, it feel, I've, it's for me, it's just been something I've, I've just naturally kind of give um, to the people around me. So I have that feeling inside of me and I just want to, I want to share it so that everybody who walks in our space, who walks in our studios from staff to clients, uh, members, our community partners all embrace that same giving, loving attitude and willingness to share. If you can look back and this might be, we're going to deep dive a little bit into this. Look back from today to as far back as you can recall were there any experiences, life experiences that makes you understand where you are now that you kind of can go, you know what, it's, it's all makes sense. Life's experiences. Um, you know, it's funny. It's funny. Personally that, and professionally. 
I, I go taking it back personally. I think um, it's funny because I've been having I've had this conversation recently with a couple other people, but I think taking it back to childhood and just being in a place where I maybe didn't belong or maybe I belong there, but I didn't know it. And I was different and I stood out. Um, my parents used to send me um, to Central America every summer to learn Spanish. So I, I came into a new culture in Honduras where I was a, a white girl, as you you could see me, I'm a white girl with blue eyes and blonde hair. And I was, I was, you know, transplanted into this new community of um, Hispanic, you know, with that looked nothing like me. So it really became, it became my, my journey to like really blend in and fit in into that sort of, you know, environment and learn a new language when I knew nothing, you know, I didn't even know the, I didn't even know how to say water in Spanish. So I was immersed in something. And so it gave me a lot of compassion, I think, as an adult, as I grew up, like to really um, understand what it feels like to come into a new place and not know anything. So if I transfer that into the workout and into the studios, it's, it's, it's someone's walking into my place. I can feel them or I want my everyone around them to feel them and understand them and know that they're okay, that they're safe. And no matter what that transformation is, if they were, say they were, you know, looking to lose weight or they're looking to tone up or they're looking to, you know, get into a, a dress for a, a prom or for a, a wedding, whatever, if they have that, it, I can transfer that back as, into, I was once the girl who didn't fit in or didn't know what my environment was like, but I was, I, I grew into it and I, I learned a language and I began to understand it and I adapted and I grew from it. And I want this, you know, I, I think that relates back to what I'm doing today with creating these communities and these, um, these studios, which are effectively, you know, living, breathing communities of women and, and, and being able to embrace any new client that comes in the door and help them on their journey. So I've, if you're asking the question, I think that's kind of relaying back to how that came about or am I wanting to see that for other people? Outstanding. You're listening to the Innovators Radio Show and Podcast at KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Kathy Covington. For more information, you can visit or feel free to visit mantrafitness.com. Kathy, touch back again on the, the community and that sense of belonging, because it sounds like that's, if I'm wrong, correct me, but it sounds like that's just as important as the actual workout and the physical transformation and growth. Yeah, I, okay. I from, you know, it's, it's something that I, I didn't even realize when I started my first studio, the impact that it has on having people that that sense of community, how important it is. And it's been it's been pretty, it's been amazing to see people come in to each of the locations and form these friendships where now they're going to each other's weddings. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're taking trips together. They become best friends. They become workout buddies. And so all these relationships are created within each studio. So it's not only just the relationship between the client and the staff and the trainer. Now there is relationships hundreds of them now between clients and clients. And so it's just really grown. So that's, I feel like is, is, is huge. And it's also breeds a lot of accountability because people come in, they, they're familiar, they want to see each other and they're, they're genuinely friends and they care about their community. 
They are very supportive of any type of nonprofits going on, you know, that if we're raising money for a particular nonprofit, um, which we do, um, our, the one we're working with now is UNICEF, um, trying to help the women and children of Ukraine. So we, we have a, a really strong community. And I think that is just, it's so impactful in how you also work out and how you live your life if you're, there's that accountability to your community and that sense of belonging. Yeah, that accountability, as, as you know, a, a workout is, again, just as important as the workout itself. When you have people that just hold you accountable. I know where I go if I miss one day or if I come late, I hear about it from several people. And some are rude, some are this, but I don't. I take it in stride. Yeah. There's a way, obviously, to, to, to do that. That relationship also means that, you know, you feel comfortable enough to accept that accountability. Is that true, too? Yeah, I mean... You mean from the staff? Are you saying staff trainers are from the even your just your community? fellow people who work out with you? You guys are really maybe have different goals, but you you both know that that this place is where you both need to accomplish that. So you hold each other just responsible, accountable. Might sound you know some people get a little too t- touchy with it, but it's just you need someone else because it's easier to work be successful with someone else than it is just on your own. What's your thought about that? And I I think since the classes are so small, you know, we have between twelve and fourteen. Uh, machines in each of the locations. If you're not there, you're missed. Oh, great one. Yeah. So it's not only like you have to show up because your group's there, but if you don't show up, like you're genuinely missed. Like there's a spot for you. We have every machine is when you sign up ahead of time, that's your machine. So it's kind of a, it's your space. So if, if someone doesn't show up in their space for whatever reason, um, we, you know, We'll call them out on that in a nice way <laughs> because we want them there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's more than just, you know, you didn't show up. It's more than, Hey, what's going on? Or, you know, is yeah. there something we can help you with or some way we can improve, you know, your experience to where you want to, you want to come in the studio and you want to keep meeting your goals and you, and you don't drop off from where you started when you first walked in the door goes back again to that that care factor is really high that, uh, that I, I noticed with you Kathy and, and mantra the relationships and how you have four 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 you call them studios yeah we call them studios okay yeah. so four studios now or I call them communities actually I, I okay I, I'm like I think they're sure why well yeah. just because they're they're living breathing communities of people it goes beyond just a studio which in the beginning I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm opening another studio. And now I'm like, no, we're creating, we, our team together with our clients are creating another community. So it's more than just a studio. It's a, it's a, like I said, like a living, breathing community of people that depend on each other and work together. What are your thoughts on expanding that? Because you have four now and obviously this is a, a big country. Yeah. Why wouldn't the community world? um, (laughs) Why wouldn't a lot of places benefit from this? And how can you? And have you thought? What's your thoughts on expansion? I know you talked to me about it, but share with your audience. Yeah. So we've, you know, we are in the process now of franchising. So um, we have kind of dual plans. Um, The franchise is our next, um, probably biggest expansion. So we're gonna, you know, what we're those will become available this August. Um, and really it will give any person, an entrepreneur who's interested in owning their own business or particularly a fitness business, um, the whole 
operations and how to effectively open a, a mantra studio and become their own boss, to become their own community leader um, and, and be able to lead an organization and create something not only as an entrepreneur, you know, we need to look at the financial benefit, but also the human factor that they get. So you kind of get this women or a male, whoever, whoever it is, can come into a business and know, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm creating. And this is how I'm doing it. So that's, in effect, the franchising model and moving into the franchising and letting people be able to open a studio wherever, wherever they live. So it could be in, we're initially offering only in Florida and California. Um, but as the franchise grow, we'll open up into different states so for now, corporately, under our corporate umbrella, we have four, um, probably opening another in Tampa at the end of the year, but uh, the, rest of the, the rest of the locations will only be awarded as franchises. The, biz- the, the personal and the business growth as well, because obviously you're not just getting fit, but how important is that to you to help share with someone how to help themselves be successful in and out of their traditional type of work, jo- work job or workspace? So... You mean as a franchisor or even as, just as a business as a, owner, because it really becomes, it sounds, they own it yeah. in effect. Yeah. And then you have to become another kind of person when you are responsible for your own firm or your own company. So it's not just the success of it, but it's who you become. What's your thoughts on that? It's like who you become to be that. So I, I, I feel like my passion has always been, and you brought that up earlier in the podcast, you, it's, it's, it's caring. It's about people. Um, it's about spreading that positivity and, and spreading the, the feeling of success that I've had in running these studios. Financial success um, has been, you know, has been, has been great. Um, and also the personal and just seeing these communities and how people come together and help themselves. So as a franchisor, um, you know, bringing in new franchisees, I want to be able to mentor in the same caring way that I've mentored staff and trainers, um, be able to mentor my franchisees too, <laughs> to have these feelings and to be able to share with them so that they can feel all these amazing, like these endorphin rushes that I've gotten from seeing people have positive changes in their life, you know, to seeing friendships grow, to seeing their people's bodies change, to have people come up to you and say, oh my gosh, you've changed my life. You know, I don't know what I would have done without mantra, you know, and I get that a lot. And that's, that's pretty powerful when you walk in a bit into a business and someone says to you, you know, thank you for everything. And you've, you've truly changed my life. So you're, you're changing lives, you know, you're making a, you're making a great income, but you're truly changing lives. And I want other women to feel, or men to feel that same, that same rush that you get when you can do that for somebody. This is fascinating. You're listening to the Innovators Radio Show and Podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Our uh, public service announcement today is for UNICEF. You can find them at unicef.org. And what UNICEF does is uh, they help drive change for children and young people every day across the globe. UNICEF works in over 190 countries and territories to save children's lives, defend their rights, and help them fulfill their potential from early childhood through adolescence. And UNICEF never gives up. In particular, the focus is on Ukraine. You can find more information at unicef.org. We're talking today with Kathy Covington, founder of Mantra Fitness. 
For more information, feel free to visit their website at mantrafitness.com. Again, that's mantrafitness.com. Kathy, what's your thought on uh, how the transformation of a... This is a little scientific, but the transformation of a human body really affects other facets of a person's life. What's your your thought on that? So... That's an interesting question um, or or a thought. So really when you're changing your body, right, your physical form, um, and it it pushes into the mental form as well, um, I would say right offhand with being specific to this workout, when you you change that physical, all of a sudden what you see is a transformation in people's self-confidence. posture. You know, they, they'll tell you Pilates is great for posture. And yeah, you're practicing these moves that are enhancing your posture. But posture does more than just make you stand up straight. It makes you, it makes you more confident. It makes you walk with confidence. It makes you feel confident. So you're doing these exercises and you're building physicality, but you're also building, building the mental state. And so how you walk through life begins to change. I, I love that. I, I heard just the other day someone had said, uh, you know, if you're if you're working out specifically, if you're doing it consistently and diligently, then obviously you have a body, your transformation. You look a little different. You just look different than the general populace. And it if that's is that the purpose is to to have that look, but truly it's actually it's a byproduct of what your decisions, health, nutritionally, and and workout and what you do. All of that physical, external is a byproduct of that effort. What's your thought on that? that... Yeah, I mean, I mean, for sh- it, it's definitely a, a byproduct because you, you, your whole, your whole, tra- the whole transformation that you're that's taking place. Like I mentioned before, it just becomes a mindset versus just a, a physical, a physical change. So now we've got this this new mindset. I've got this confidence I never had before. I I feel good about my body. And people just notice, like, I've had a lot of people just say, you know, people, I've clients that have walked up to me when I'm in the studios or if I'm teaching and they're like, you know, people just tell me there's something different about you. I don't know what's different about you, you know, but you look good. I've had spouses, um, you know, clients come up and say, you know, my spouse says I, I look better than I ever looked before. And so that's a real positive place. Also, when you're affecting someone's relationship or someone's marriage, and now all of a sudden they're, the spouse and the, and the wife are bonding because of this physical transformation that's turned into a mental transformation because it's, it's bringing two people closer together. Wow. Yeah. I'm just blown away by all this. And how mantra, tell us a little bit about like where you see mantra in the future, not just obviously as, as the uh, communities, but how it impacts positively people's lives? I mean, do you ever have to set a goal of like, you know, I want to impact 100,000 people's lives or 10, 2 million, whatever it is. I don't know if you're that going to think that far ahead, but what is like, what gives you the greatest satisfaction when you step aside from any of your communities and look and hear it and talk, overhear people's conversation? What really kind of turns you on or really, um, really means a lot to you? Um, I, th- I think... That's another good question because I don't think about that often. I think really when people come into a place where they're being transformative and they're 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 coming to me, letting me know that their lives have been transformed 
in some way. So if there's like a, a really impactful transformation, like going back to what I mentioned before, whether physically or mentally, and a lot of times it's in most of the time, it's both. Um, that is probably what, what really drives me. And if I think about a new franchisee and, you know, opening these locations across across the US and hopefully into Spanish speaking countries, as you know, my Spanish speaking background now, the blonde hair, blue eye girl. <laughs> um, I would like to, you know, go down into Central America and South America and open, you know, be able to open more down there and be able to mentor, you know, that that side of the world as well as in the United States. So really they can go, they can go anywhere, but feeling the transformation, not only for a a client, but now feeling the transformation for a business owner. So if someone that's coming in and owning a mantra, I want their life to be transformed for the better too. personal growth and the business owner. So if I have an entrepreneur that I'm mentoring or mantra, the organization is mentoring that they're achieving not only financial growth and they're, 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 getting this sense of um, self-worth in what they're doing, right? Like a lot of self-worth comes into owning your own business and, and doing it correctly or, or, or doing it profitably because at the end of the day, we, we have to be profitable unless we can't stay open. So to be profitable, we have to be effective and we have to be able to um, really do what, I guess, do what it what do whatever it is that we need to do to give that high level of customer service to give that high level of training to to really share that high level of community and 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 bring all those together so for me to see that my next step to see that in women and to be able to embrace that and and share that that sense of gratitude um will will dr- i think will drive me you know for years. It's just amazing. So I'm, and I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to, to see that business owner just like make it, you know, and, 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 and feel all the wonderful feelings that I've got to feel in my journey with mantra. Kathy, is there anything you'd like to share with your audience today that we didn't, we may not have touched on? Um, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything I'd like to share? Um, yeah, that we, maybe we didn't talk about or that you'd like to talk about or something that even comes to mind. There's, there's no, obviously, right or wrong answer. Yeah. Um, I guess just the my continued my my continued vision to keep enhancing what the mantra community is. Um, my latest, you know, thoughts are really bringing it not only from the workout but also bringing it out, bringing it in a sense of wellness internally um, to what we put in our bodies, um, to the food we eat, to the water we drink, to the responsibility we have to our community um, to give back. So as I kind of, uh, as mantra evolves and into the future, you know, and keeping the company ahead of the curve in a sense and always being innovative, I think I'm on the innovators right now, actually. Sure. To being innovative into the future, looking at those things that as time goes on um, and science can teach us and, you know, about the benefits of diet and how to really live a healthy lifestyle, not only physically, but mentally and into the food that we put in our body um, and make those all work together. 
So our new locations for Mantra, for example, will all, the only water we'll have would be structured alkaline water at all the facilities that people can tap into after their workout. So it's really thinking about, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to give my client who's just worked out for 50 minutes, just any type of water that could be filled with, you know, all kinds of toxins we don't know, um, or they do know, actually, I really want it to be clean. You know, I want their body to be clean. I want their mind to be clean. And so it's, as a company, I want to really move into what we need to do to make sure we're doing our best to make sure every person that walks in the door, all our staff, um, the trainers that are kind of embracing that same lifestyle and we're, we're, we're acting responsibly. Kathy, yes. it's been a real honor and pleasure <laughs> having you. Thank you so much. I hope you, if you're interested, I'd love to have you again. I'd love to come back. Yeah. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Innovators Radio Show and Podcast. Our guest today has been Kathy Covington, founder, owner of Mantra Fitness. Again, Mantra was founded in 2012 by Kathy after she fell in love with an innovative new way of performing Pilates. As uh, her statement goes, it was truly love at first burn. For more information, feel free to visit their website at mantrafitness.com. Again, that's mantrafitness.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, entrepreneur, and business leader committed to positive and sustainable communities and lives. Thank you. The Innovators Radio Show and Podcast is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Stanford, California, and on location. The audio engineer is Eris Chikopoulos and chief engineer, Mark Lawrence. And the executive producer, of the innovators is Tom Dioro.